Are you okay? Don't care. Great. Bring on the bubbly. Babe. <laughs>「Podsters」Welcome back to the show. This is Teeny, and this is Are You Okay? the podcast, where we inquire whether we're ever okay. And I think I'm really okay today, guys. It is between Christmas and New Year's, that insane time where you have no idea how many calories you're consuming, what day of the week it is. You could probably roll me out of this condo. You're extremely overwhelmed. You're filled with gratitude. You're also stressed and sad because life is weird. And so is, you know, family time and traveling and overspending and just like overeating. And life is good, but life is also insane because there's snowstorms and you're freezing your ass off um and new year's is around the corner a fresh start and you know what i'm obsessed with when it comes to the holidays and this is kind of how i live my life in general is that there's like this contrast of pure indulgence like i said where you're doing the damn thing you're in it And then you wake up in 2023 and it's like this massive fresh start. A lot of people do dry January. People set new fitness goals, new goals in general. It's kind of this like quiet reset month. RIP to anyone who ever has a birthday in January like my dad. I always feel so bad for them, but I always do my best to celebrate those people nonetheless. Um, And I'm just obsessed with that contrast. So I spent the holidays in Ottawa with my parents, my brother, some cousins, and we went off, you know, like we don't know how to do anything small. Everything is always over the top, staying up late, you know, bubbly food, cheese. We went to the spa. We laughed. We stayed up late. Like it was just crazed. And then the next day when it was like the last day that I was going to be staying there, my cousins left, my brother left, and I just had this like full reset moment where I slept in, I took this super long shower, shaved everything, used all of these natural products, did a face mask, was hydrating, and I love that. Like, I love the contrast, and I truly feel like I live my life like that. I'm like, go big or go home, you know, staying up all night, being crazy, and then the next day, you're like meditating and journaling and making fucking ginger wellness shots. Like, I love that that's what life's all about because remember guys <laughs> two things can exist at once the best thing I learned in therapy so I have a little interesting plan for today's episode it's episode 37 the last one of the year and I'm obviously going to give you all a life update because I have been home in Toronto for the last just under three months and for those of you that don't know I spent nine months abroad working and performing on a cruise ship this year so 2022 was a wild one for me high highs and low lows um and coming home was like a massive adjustment very overwhelming as you can imagine it's such a mind fuck because when you come home from like being abroad whether you were working or not or traveling you name it You come home and like everything has changed, but also nothing has changed. Like people got married, babies were born, you know, you miss massive milestones in people's lives and they also miss them in yours. And then, you know, like the crackheads across the street are still cracking, you know, that that live across from me. And, you know, 
Union Station is still under construction for the last 10 years. Like, thing, like this stupid shit never changes, but also so much happens. And you come home, for example, uh, I left Toronto in February and it was in a massive lockdown for, you know, lockdown number 40, I think, at that point. Still masking, you know, was dealing with a lot of COVID bullshit while I was away as well. And it's like you come home and Toronto's wide open. Everyone's back to living their lives, obviously in a different way, because I truly think we've been changed and a lot of things will never go back to normal, sadly. But, um, you know, the world, the city had moved on from what I saw. And that was super overwhelming. I'm like, oh, I don't need my mask. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, it was just like crazy to see and so I came home I took the red eye <laughs> lovely thank you and uh Raph picked me up my boyfriend and we had of course that romantic reunion in the airport and he's like what do you want to do babe like I'll take you to Starbucks or Tim Hortons like what do you want you know it's like seven in the morning and I literally was just like babe like just take me home I just want to go home and I come home and the house is clean and all the cheese that I requested is in the fridge. There's flowers. I'm like, good boy, as he should. And I took a shower and I just slipped into bed and I slept all fucking day. I was so exhausted. Leaving that boat was the most overwhelming experience of my life. I I think I could probably say one of the most overwhelming experiences of my life because like I said, it's such a mind fuck. Like you have spent nine, ten months, I should say, with these incredible people. You have gone on one hell of a journey. You have been performing, working your ass off, seeing amazing places. And you know that this moment will never happen again. You're never going to be in this place at this time with these people. And saying bye to them was absolutely <laughs> heartbreaking. I was a mess. I had everyone crying. Like my eyes were puffy, just like when I left in February. And I was just so sad because I knew it was the end. And I knew that I was going home. And for the first time in my life, I had zero plans. I can confidently say that for the first time in my life, I have no idea what's next and I'm not even scared. The universe has taken me this far. My cup overfloweth. Like, what the fuck am I going to worry about? Like, life happens. Shit happens. We have to live every single day to its fullest. And that's going to be the goal for this podcast moving forward. Like, we're going to learn how to live in the goddamn moment for the first time in our lives. Like, nobody knows how to do that. And we think that COVID full stopped everyone and gave everyone this, like, you know, new idea of how we should be living our lives but I truly feel like I was on a hamster wheel for the last couple of years I'm just like what am I doing what am I doing what's next what's next what's happening and it's like focus on what you can control which is absolutely nothing but literally focus on what you control can control and trying to just live every single day yada 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 we're gonna get into all of that don't you worry um but I also have another little plan for today I am obsessed with Jay Shetty. He's basically God to me at this point. If you don't know who he is, Google him. Check him out on Instagram. He's like, he's truly God's gift to the world. Um, he has an incredible podcast called On Purpose with Jay Shetty. It's the number one health podcast in the world. And he did a little exercise, um, I think maybe like two weeks ago or something like that, where he asked himself seven questions. The seven questions you should be asking yourself um, wrapping up 2022. 
And they're really fun questions. They're not like the typical self-reflective journal hour that everyone expects you to have. So I'm going to be answering those seven questions and I'm hoping that you guys will answer them for yourselves as we go along. Um, but I am going to give you a little, little life update. Um, so like I said, I got home in what, October, just under three months ago and I had no idea what was next. And for the first time in my life, I literally did nothing. Teeny Lewis allowed herself to do nothing. It was wild. I like wouldn't leave my couch. I literally became one with the sofa. I was so tired. I just wanted to unplug. I was, you know, social battery just zapped, drained, overwhelmed. I I, I could, you know, we, we get it, Teeny. You were overwhelmed. But like catching up on TV shows, cooking, just doing the most mundane things that you can't do when you're on a cruise ship. And, you know, saw family, saw friends, of course, was, you know, going out to eat, doing all those fun things. But I definitely didn't have this chaotic coming home party or a million lavish trips planned, blowing through money like I've done in the past. Like I truly was just like, I need a fucking minute. And I took that minute and I'm so proud of myself for doing that. I took about a month and a half off because, you know, you panic about what's next. You panic about jobs, work, auditions. Funny thing about auditions is I did have a whack ton of auditions, which is awesome. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, Didn't book any of them, but that's okay. That's what 2023 is for. And I truly unplugged. And it was like the first time that I was like, wow, you are a problem because you don't know how to do this. Like you don't know how to just breathe half the time because when you're away working that hard, you just become like a machine. And I think I am a bit of a machine, (laughs) the self-reflection episode. And I just really needed a second and I really implore anyone that needs to take a minute to take a fucking minute because it is one of the most satisfying things you can do like even my brother's calling me like why aren't you out like aren't you gonna be out on the town like where are you going next and I literally was like nowhere and I'm like the old me would kind of be a little bit like embarrassed about that like I should be out living my life but I was like no I need a second and a lot of people will do that in January and that's really awesome and Once I was done, you know, becoming one with the couch, I bought a kitty. That's right. I surprised my boyfriend with a cat because for those of you that don't know, we tragically lost our kitten. Yeah, he wasn't very old. Bless him. Suddenly, we have no idea what happened while I was away. That was very traumatizing. And we had every intention of getting a new cat because, again, animals are just truly a gift and everyone needs one, in my opinion. And... My boyfriend loves to him and ha and just, you know, never, you know, commit to a fun. So I was like, I'm going to take this upon myself. I'm going to surprise him. I have the money to do it. And I bought a kitty and he came home from work and I had a tripod set up, like hoping he would have the most like excited reaction. And he was just like in shock because first of all, our cat Pongo named him Pongo. Duh. If you don't know what that is, shame on you. The Dalmatian from 101 Dalmatians and He was so tiny, guys, like so little, so precious. And because we had adopted our previous cat once he was like a year old, having a kitten is like so surreal. I've had a puppy before, but a kitten is just like a little pure. And again, I'm not even a cat person. And obviously I'm a cat person now, but 
Previously, I would be like, no, dogs, dogs for life, fuck cats. But gaining a cat's affection is like one of the most major things you can do because a dog will love anyone. A dog will hug anyone. Cats like choose you. And I'm obsessed with that. Anyways, he's just like the best. We're obsessed with him. We love him. Super, super cuddly. So needy. We'll just like headbutt me, cuddle me. And he's just bringing so much joy to our life. So I got a cat. Love. And then the next big thing I did was my best friend Leela and I, who you all know, flew to New York to see our best friend Matt, who you also all know, because he was opening a new show on Broadway called And Juliet. And wow, what a whirlwind that was. Um, To be a part of that opening moment for him was just so huge. Our outfits were lavish. He's like wearing this like full on hot pink tutu. It was just, the show is incredible. I think it's such a breath of fresh air. And not only is it, you know, um, full of new ideas and representation, but it's like telling queer stories uh, with queer people and just taking the story of Romeo and Juliet and like running with it and within a in a completely new way because you know so many people have done that in the past and it's it's an amazing show if you're in New York you have to see it Matt's in the ensemble he covers one of the leads we're just so fucking proud of him it was the most overwhelming experience ever so 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 grateful and um New York was New York was New York. New York is insane. I always say that Vegas is the most insane place I've ever been, but New York is something else. Um, I feel like everyone there is deeply unhappy. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, am I okay calling them out? No, I just feel like New York is just such a like, it's such a hamster wheel. And you have to hustle on a level that like Torontonians can't even imagine. And I'm always complaining about how we all have to have five jobs here and everything's so expensive and it's go, go, go. New York is like, it's, it's, it's literally that. If you don't lean in, you will not survive. Um, but of course I love New York. It's, you know, the city that never sleeps and there's always a $24 cocktail on every corner. Love it. A little negative moment. Obsessed. Okay. So that's the holidays. That's everything I did when I got home. And no worries is the new saying, everyone. No worries with like this little crazed smile that you can bring to the table. Someone asks you to like, you know, host 10 people when you had zero intention of doing that for the holidays no worries I'll do it hey can you like pick up like 17 bags of ice for our get together no worries hey can you um you know it, it, it just goes on just say it after every little minor inconvenience and it won't be an inconvenience anymore and you'll just be a sarcastic bitch love it um so let's get into the seven questions I think it's time I've rambled enough I um am just really grateful that all of you are still tuning in and I like I said I've got some exciting plans for 2023 uh so let's get into some 2022 reflection shall we Jay Shetty thank you so much for um you know fueling this episode for me so please answer with me as we go along because like I said this is a really fun exercise question number one Something I bought this year that I, wow, that's not the, (laughs) that's not the first question. Question number one, what was a challenge I overcame this year? 
I think, you know, working and being away for eight months out of the year is a challenge in itself. Uh, I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity. I had some of the best times of my life. However, being away for that long was a huge, huge challenge along with all of the challenges that came along with it. And I'm just so fucking proud of myself that I did it. I started and I finished with my head held high, with money in the bank, with, you know, bucket list shit that I did and I couldn't be prouder. So that goes without saying. Question number two, what was a surprise that I dealt with? This question is really interesting because I'm like, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you ask yourself that? And for me, it's literally the fact that I got COVID in January of 2022. So literally one of the first things that happened to me this year was that I got COVID for the first time. And if you're Canadian, you know how bad that is. Like now everyone's normalized it. But back in January, it was still what I would think is like taboo and very dramatic I thought I was gonna die you know like I got my results I had a full meltdown maybe you think I'm dramatic I don't care I just felt like it was my fault you know what I mean like the media and Toronto and the lockdowns you're just like holy shit I'm a part of the problem I caught this thing and I got really really sick too but at the same time it was kind of like this weird blessing because that meant that I wouldn't get it while I was away. And I also gave it to Raph, of course. And then we were holed up in our condo with our cat for literally 10 days to two weeks, like just vegging, spending one-on-one time together. And I had no idea that that would be some of the last, you know, the last days that I spent with my cat. So I honestly hold that little surprise very, very dear to my heart. Um, so that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think of the biggest surprise that happened to me this year. Uh, question number three, what is something that I bought this year that I am so happy I invested in? This is a fun one. I really like this question because it's really quirky. If you, if you get down to it, maybe a lot of people would say like a house or a car or something like that, but I didn't, I didn't have a big purchase like that. And the first thing that comes to mind for me is like the way I decked out my cabin on the ship. I went all out because I was like, this is going to be my home, these four walls, four without a window, for eight months. I'm decking it out. I got this like LED cat light, LED lights all around, couch covers, downfield duvet, duvet cover, everything matched. Super, super cute. Every time I came back from my cabin, every time I went to bed at night, I was in a space that I created for myself that was like, you know, aesthetically pleasing and comforting. And then the next thing that comes to mind is, you guys are going to laugh, but I'm like a chronic water drinker. Like I'm obsessed with staying hydrated. I bring my water bottle everywhere. I brought it everywhere before. It was cool to bring it everywhere. And so my friend Chessa on board, she actually gifted me a um, hydro flask, like a really big turquoise one. And of course, the whole cast, we, we were traveling around Hawaii, Alaska, and everybody got really into putting stickers on their water bottles. So they became these like works of art and we would walk all over the ship with them. And I was obsessed with my water bottle. And then when I came home, I actually bought myself um, one of the Slim, is it, no, is it called Slim? SLM or SM, I'm not really sure. Um, insulated, I'm gonna take a little sip right now. 
and I love it because again I'm a chronic water drinker and I go through like fucking 10 water glasses a day and it's such a bitch so now I just drink out of this and I bring it everywhere and it fits in my car and I take it to work and my friend Hayden actually got me this day drinking sticker in Alaska and I put it on it and then everyone just thinks that I'm drunk all day it's really great so those are my favorite purchases of the year uh what is the best book podcast this year that you discovered so that's question four for those of you that are following along and doing the exercise best book best podcast um well obviously I have to say Tinks she is a like millennial influencer for those of you that don't know her I'm obsessed with her I feel like we were sisters in another life we're very similar in this in the way that we live our lives like food and full out no marking friends giving advice like being a little woo woo like I just love her and she launched her podcast this year congrats babe and she gives lots of advice she has her show on Sirius um she's now working with Andy Cohen Cohen wow Andy Cohen am I okay um and people call into her show and she gives advice and then she also does all of these other solo episodes and she's fantastic I love everything that she talks about She gives great advice, great mantras. Check her out. And then my best book is a book by Jodi Pakul. She's my favorite author. I've read all of her books. And it's one of her newer books called Leaving Time. And it is about COVID, um, but it's a story that you wouldn't suspect. I don't want to ruin it for everyone. But the way, the the stuttering, great. Uh, the reason I'm obsessed with her is because she writes each chapter from a different person's perspective within the story. So let's say the story is about a husband and wife, for example. Your One chapter is going to be the husband's point of view and the next chapter is going to be the wife's point of view. And in the end, you just empathize with every character and you're kind of left like super confused with whose side you're on if that makes sense she writes a lot of court case uh books as well you may have heard her book 19 minutes or the pact those are some really famous ones but you should definitely check out leaving time uh layla's in jamaica right now and she's crushing the book loving it so that has definitely been my favorite read this year question number five podsters I love this question because I don't think that we ever ask ourselves this question. And so here we go. What are my blind spots for next year? So what that means is what what am I going into the year with, like having no idea what's going to happen? Um, let's just think of like a, a brief example before I give you guys mine. So some, the unknown basically, right? Like something you have no idea how is going to go. Let's say you're struggling with your health and you're looking for answers like my mom with diagnoses. Diagnoses? Okay. I'm really fucking up this episode, eh? She's a little rusty. So she has no idea what's wrong with her. Um, she's got autoimmune diseases and stuff. So that would be a blind spot for her, like finding answers, like not knowing how that's going to turn out, not knowing the kind of answer she's going to get or treatment she's going to get or meds she's going to be given. That's a blind spot. So for me, what I have written down here is what's next career-wise for me. Like I said, guys, I truly have no idea. I will keep auditioning until I'm Betty White's dying age, but I just don't know what's next. 
And normally at this point, I'll have like some sort of idea or a booking of some sort, but I truly have no idea like what direction my career is going to go in. Obviously, I have ideas of how I want it to go and I'm going to manifest that, but I just don't know. And that's like so crazy to think like maybe I could be doing a show in the summer. Maybe I'll be on set at some point. Like I just don't know. And that's like super exciting, but equally terrifying because again, two things can exist at once. Um, and then, yeah, using my mom as an example, like we have no idea the kind of answers she's going to get and the discoveries that she's going to make. So that's another blind spot. And then I think for me financially, obviously being away for nine months, I had set finance goals and met them and was able to, you know, squirrel that money away from my future. But now going into 2023 and not being sure of my career, I'm not really sure how much of an income I'm going to make. You know, I'm always, you know, Joe job aside around the same amount but your gigs are what like elevates that income and I truly just don't know so I think it's important to just like prepare for that and just kind of have an idea of how you're going to manage those blind spots um so I really love this question it's super reflective but it's also planning right it's kind of like meeting yourself in the middle and going okay I have no fucking idea what's going to happen now what do I do how do I prepare myself for this and just having like that understanding is going to go a long way (sighs) what is this question number six yeah okay question number six what made me the happiest this year goes hand in hand with being away and completing the contract just having those high highs of like seeing Alaska taking a helicopter tour with my best friend Lee Hollis in Hawaii having coming home to my partner and like having that romantic airport reunion that I've always fucking dreamed of help just like the movies babe and just completing start to finish doing the damn thing and being so proud of myself like that brought me so much joy great last question everyone podsters tune in question number seven who is the person you couldn't have gotten through this year without this is a fun one because obviously my boyfriend my friends my family everyone who held my hand along the way that goes without saying I love you guys so much and thank you Um, But there is one specific person who I spent, you know, 10 months with. He was my ride or die, this contract. Benjamin, I'm shouting you out, bitch. And I'm not even going to tell you that I've done this because I want to see if your ass actually listens to my show like you say you do. Um, I want to talk a little bit about how it's really important to find your person or your group or your group of individuals or like a vibe, catch a vibe on these contracts. If you're an actor and you're used to doing gigs like this, or if you're moving abroad, you know, for work or just pleasure, it's like finding those people. They don't necessarily have to be your bestie, but I think it's important to find people who like what you like because that's what's going to get you through. So for example, look at Lee Hollis and I. We've been best friends since what, 2015? I met him on my first contract. He loved the beach. He loved doing lavish things like me. He loved, you know, going out, uh, nice food, all of those things we had in common. And it was kind of the groundwork for our friendship moving forward because we just like loved all of the same things. And we were always both so down to do shit together. 
Um, and Ben was just like that. Like we had so much fun. Every day was just like, what are we doing today? What restaurant are we trying? What activity are we doing? How can we be major? What photos are we taking? Like that was the vibe alongside the rest of my cast who I'm fucking obsessed with and loved all of them too. Um, but he definitely got me through. Love you, babe. We had many nights where I bawled my eyes out. Very good. We would go on our narcissistic walks together, completely unhinged and I'm obsessed with it. Uh, so yeah, I encourage you to think about that one person and don't let it be so obvious because again, of course your family, your partner, your friends are always going to get you through because that's why you're, they're your friends and that's why they're your besties. But who's that one specific person that you're like, holy shit. Um, yeah, I couldn't have done this without you. So those are the seven questions, podsters. Super fun stuff. I love doing this shit. I really implore you all to do it. Uh, saying goodbye to 2022, hello to 2023, where we're going to focus on living in the goddamn moment. That is the goal. Finding happiness every single day, choosing happiness and finding the little joys. Like that's what life's all about. Like when you come home from not being able to wash dishes for eight months and washing dishes is exciting. God, you learn how to live in the moment. Keep saying the Lord's name in vain right after his birthday. How dare I? Uh, so the, so yeah, I kind of want to wrap it up and keep it short and sweet. This has been episode 37. So of course, in true woo-woo fashion, oh my gosh, guys, it's 11-11. It's 11-11. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 So all year I have been seeing 11-11. I'm not kidding. I just glanced down on my phone to read this screenshot and it's 11-11. So if that's not the, um, motherfucking tea that you needed to hear today, you are exactly where you need to be. I am no shaman, but you are exactly where you need to be, and so am I. And the number 37 that represents this episode means this. Angel number 37. One of the best things about 37 is that it is a forward-moving number. It represents new beginnings and taking steps towards your goals. If you have been feeling stuck, this is a sign that it's time to make a move. The angels are urging you to take action and get things moving in your life again. So we've all, you know, we've all turned into the Pillsbury Doughboy this last week during the holidays. We're coming into 2023, hopefully shedding that COVID layer, moving forward from the pandemic, moving forward from bouncing back from the pandemic and truly just going to go after what we want and what we deserve. Um, choosing ourselves. I'm really excited to choose me and choose daily happiness. And we're going to learn how to do that together. Um, Thank you so much for supporting my unhinged, unwell show. I love all of you so much. Well, listen, yeah, maybe that was the crackhead across the street. I don't know if you guys heard that. Um, I'm just so grateful to be doing this. Podcasting brings me a lot of joy, and I'm planning on leveling up. I'm rambling. I love you all so much. Have an amazing New Year's. Like I said, or maybe I didn't mention this, but Raf and I are hosting our first New Year's party, so I'm super excited. Um, we love hosting, and the best part of hosting is that you get to keep all of the leftover booze. So with that, have an amazing rest of your year. Answer those seven questions for yourself. Tune in on New Year's Day because I'm going to be releasing my first episode of 2023, season four, bitches. Let's go. Season's greetings. <laughs>